Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. All right, folks, as Lauren finishes drinking her water, their water, welcome to Game Over Toronto. My name is Fuad Suleiman, and this is, to my right, I can't, we have a little bit of a cannot hear here. Well, if you guys can hear me. I think we, I can hear you. Okay, beautiful. Yay. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, anyway, Leafs win 3-2 over the Washington Capitals. Forget nice everything change we said from last yesterday. night. Forget, Forget everything, everything we said. We said. We, it's, it's plan the parade. We're good. We're good. We're good. It's going to be on Bay Street. It's going to be on Bay Street. Fine. Just don't start it from the X again. That was that was, that was was rough. Um, or or at least have enough gates this time. There you go. So they let they let the kids stay home and cook dinner. Uh, we're going to hope. We're going to try not to burn the house down or accidentally delete the SDPN account. Uh, if we do, we're very sorry. So, what a game, right? Not too bad, you know? The core four looked great. Ilya Samsonov looked okay. Samsonov looked all right, you know, except for that goal that just teleported through him into the net. Uh, we're going to get to all of that. The Rock came up with a new chant. You know, the goal horn's the same. But first, I have to ask you a question. Ask it. You want to bet? You could do it at Sports Interaction Canada Sportsbook. Football is back, baseball playoffs, and the hockey season is underway. Bet pregame, live play-in, or one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians, by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see how all this and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. All right. So let's get into let's get into the swing of things here. So Leafs win. You know, it was a good, pretty good win. We started off, yeah, it started off pretty well. You know, that we outshot, what was the shots? We saw it was like about 22 shots in the first period. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of shots. You know, more than I was expecting. That's, but that's that's what I've been screaming for for years. I'm like, you have all these these horse these stallions on your front end. You got it. You got to use them. They have to be. You got to let them run. You got to let the horses run. Sometimes you have to let them run. There's no excuse why they should not be out shooting the team because you know just the law of averages. More of them should go in. So they should absolutely. So you know, first goal we had uh, we had our old. Old faithful Captain Johnny Tirana. Captain O Captain. Captain O Captain. See, that was the most like that that was the like classic John Tavares goal. Just boring, understated. Just being right there. Just being being, right being right up in everybody's face and just just right in. As 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 the as ca- as our captain as our captain Steve Dangle says, he's the little thing king. You know, he he does those things that you, you can know like if you're not if you're a casual fan of hockey. And if you're watching this, you probably are not. But if you're a casual fan of hockey, you know you may miss some of these things that he's doing. But you know he does positionally. Every right. Yeah, positionally he's good. He's always got a good stick in the lane. He's he's good at. He's not necessarily good at disappearing. Mulligan has been fantastic for that so far this season with Tavares on the second line. Um, he's really been able to like. I don't know if it's because of a combination of his size and speed. But he's really been able to just like get behind a defender and sneak right away and just pr- pull off a disappearing act, basically. But yeah, Tavares being in the right spot again in front of the net, and just you know having your stick on the ice and having your feet in a conveniently placed in a conveniently placed position to just happen to knock the puck in. Yeah, not an, an accident. 
it, you know, this is the kind of game that we want to see is like, you know, the goal scorers, you know, were Tavares, Mulgan, and I believe, not Mulgan, sorry, uh, Yarncroak, and I believe the, the, the final one was Matthews. Yes, correct, Matthews. So, you know, we wanted to see the, the core four perform, and they all did. Okay, so Mitch Marner, yeah. you know, got on the points, got on the board with points. Nylander yeah. was everywhere. Right. Yeah, and and on the the power play as well. Like the first power play was just like unbelievable. They were putting everything on net, and and then as the game went on, I thought they kind of got away from that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, both of the special teams were really great. Uh, like someone in the chat actually brought up a really good point that Justin Hall did bring did have a couple of huge blocks early in the game, and you know if one of those goes in, then you know maybe it's. Maybe it's three nothing or or what have you, right? So yeah, I mean Justin Hall is one is the is a uh, the new Leafs defenseman whipping boy. Um, they every generation team like it doesn't even matter. Everybody had like one every Leafs team has to have the whipping boy. Like when I yep. started watching it was Aki Berg, you know, yeah, Brian McCabe, and then it was yeah, you know, you know Jake Gardner, you know Cody Cece. You know they yeah. they're always there. They're, we always have to have one of them that we're all just. We, we we just blame them all for everything. You just why? Well, and, and it it's happen? easy to, well, and it's easy to look at other teams like Tampa and say like, well, their de- defensive core is so bad, is so fantastic. But I bet Tampa fans are just as likely to look at a game and be like, oh my gosh, like what was Sergeyev doing at that moment? Or like, yeah, Hedman, who are you passing to? Like, listen, there's no perfect defenseman, but sometimes you just need. Like the one thing I love about Brody is his plays are so just simplistic and he's just always in the right position. He has a very good read for where the puck is going to be and where it's going to go. He's good at getting like leaving space so that if someone tries to get it behind him, they're not going to. He's, and, yeah. and you know, it's, it's one of the things where I wish that more people, more of the defensemen on the lease were like that. Um, you know, Justin Hall was skating a little bit faster tonight. So that was good. Later on in the game, there were lots of Leafs hit throwing the body around like Matthews, with what, like six minutes left through that, throws that huge hit and just the building goes, yeah, MVP. And Amazing. who doesn't you know, love that, right? Yeah. You know, maybe this is, I'm hoping this is like the final form of Austin Matthews. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, the contract is, is, is a topic that just shouldn't be a topic because it's too far away. Like, let's not talk about it, but he is, he's, he's angling for it. Like he's adding this final piece to his game. Cause you know, yeah. I'm not sure if it comes across on TV, but he's a big guy. He's like, yeah, he's, he's not plus. small. He's so, what, like six three or so, six two. Yeah. He's a big, he's a big fella. He's big for hockey. So, you know? yeah, so yeah. Big, so if he's throwing the body around, now bear, now bear in mind, not, not throw it around too much because he has a history of bad shoulders. Please stay intact. Please, please, just please stay intact. Only a little bit, only a couple times. Then not all the time. But yeah, you know, Wheelie fans, of course, we want to see our our top players throw the body and you know um, lead physically, right? So, and that's uh, that's what he's trying to do. So, you know, I. You know, there's not too much to complain about in this game. Uh, what did you think about Ilya Samsonov? Uh, Samsonov. Samsonov. Yes, they did specify it is Samsonov, not Samsonov. So. As someone with a name that is not common, uh, I understand. I'm sorry. I don't want to mispronounce a name because God knows my name has been butchered over the years. But yeah, aside from that, um, that goal is that goal is cat. That goal is terrible. I mean, I, I think he would he would tell you that. I think the whole team would tell you that. But yeah. I think he was pretty solid. I except for there was one possession where he didn't tend the goal and he just and I'm like, yeah. uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, that might be on dang it's 
might be. Well, he didn't go in the net, so might not get make it to dang it. But is it more of a dang it than, you know, Matt Murray's fumbles yesterday where he was just the entire top shelf on the glove side was just like free, free hunting season, just open season. Whatever you want to throw up there is going to go. Yeah, the glove hand, the glove hand was not, was not optimal. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And that was that was actually I went back uh, and looked at the comments from last night's video this morning after I got up and had my cup of coffee. And uh, when there was actually a sense fan that said, uh, have fun with Murray and his completely non-existent left glove. So I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not a sign of things to come. Yeah. We we might have to talk to the game over Ottawa people, Um, our friends over uh, a friends out east. Uh, about uh, Matt Murray, um, they might uh, they might uh, have a, a more biased view um, just to get under our skin. But yeah, maybe we should ask a Pittsburgh fan. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was saying that yesterday. I keep beating the drum. I'm like, you know, you don't. I don't think you forget how to win a Stanley Cup twice, especially because he's not old. I mean, he's no. 28. He's not 38, right? So, I mean, if he's forgetting things that are then that's concerning in a different sort of way but i mean it was a long time ago too right like and and you know times change a pandemic happened the world shut down so yeah and we don't know anything before 2019 it's too long ago yeah and he you know he is coming off a season where he was hurt almost all of it yeah and you know so maybe his confidence is shaken in that and you know samsonov at the beginning he looked strong and then it he looked kind of shaky a little bit in the second, but he 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 seemed to be okay in, in at the end of the game. Uh, the last five minutes, having oh, I guess we'll talk about that later. But we'll ha- the second topic should definitely be the last five minutes and the two penalties that the Leafs spend, like basically the last four and a half minutes of the game, just down a man, basically just putting out fires, basically. Yep, just scrambling. I mean, did you fire see that drills? Game? That that Mitch the that Mitch Marner um the Mitch Marner high stick I I, I don't know if the camera caught it but he he, he hit him in the face and then you could see his face he's like yeah like, it was my face when I messed up the like when I was messing up the streams trying to fix, <laughs> fix the stream it's the same face I had I was just like oh I've made a terrible mistake I've made, I've a, made terrible a terrible error mis- <laughs> terrible error you could tell you know yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of like. I kind of like when they own up to the penalty. I'm like, you know, they're just like, oh well. I, well, know. and he hit him in the face, right? Like, there's you do yeah. you know that's you can't two minutes for you can't do that. I I, I think minutes. is the historic line, right? So yeah, two minutes for you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was it was only a two, and if it had been a four, I think they said it was a four because I think he got he was bleeding, but thank goodness it didn't go into OT because then. You know, then you're shorthanded in overtime as well when it, you're just, then, you're just around and around we go. Then it's just no, it's no good. It's no good. It's no fun for anybody. That's Not for sure. Fun. So uh, the, I would say this game, you know, a lot, aside from the game, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of good pomp and circumstance, a lot of stuff that happened around the game. So if you saw, um, you saw the intro there um, with, uh, with, with Rodion Amarov was uh, yes. introduced. Um, he, who looked very happy to be there and like just the look on his face was yeah. just like he couldn't believe he was finally getting to experience it now i'm sure if he had his if he had his way he would rather be on the ice but yeah you know you know, sometimes you know the universe tells you not right not yet yeah and this is purely this is purely out of a human perspective not a hockey perspective i mean the oh of course this, this of is course. we're not talking we're not talking about a a torn acl here we're talking about you know something really really serious something that 
something that almost no one is in the entire world is unaffected by in some way, right? Somebody knows somebody that's had that one of those words associated with them, like cancer, leukemia, right? So yeah, um, yeah. Well, well, you know, as long as you know, as long I mean, you know, he's looking healthy, and you know, as long as you know he's around the team, you know, it's a positive step. It's a positive step for for uh, for Rody on there. Absolutely, and it is bigger than hockey, right? The same the same thing with with you know Ben for the Oilers last year even though Ben is unfortunately not with us anymore across the league there was support even the Flames were tweeting out that they were rooting yeah. for him right and there's just there's lots of redeeming moments in hockey where you know people are able to rise above team logo or what have you and just celebrate people and it and it was it was great to see him there and see him be with the team and everything so i'm yeah. sure he was thrilled really really cool moment and then we had the uh, it cut to the arena with our uh, it cut to the arena with our host. Shout out to Scott Willits, host of the Leafs. There does a great job. Uh, fun fact: he interviewed me once when I was going out for the Much Music VJ search. He interviewed me, and then we became coworkers. So it became wow. But uh, he's fantastic. If you ever go to Leafs game, shout out to Scott. But he was uh, hanging out with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not the, the only Rock, the Rock. Um, and, um, yeah, it looks like the rock, um, the rock, he said Toronto, Toronto, not Toronto. Somebody smartened him up. And he, uh, he also, he, he came up with a new chant. Let's go Leafs. Let's go Leafs. Um, I don't know who gave him the script there, but, uh, I, I don't mind it. I, I, I mean, a- I would rather change the goal song than the <laughs> chant, but I guess yeah. I can't be picky. <laughs> yes, it's 80, 80s pops tunes. You know, we have to keep that there. I mean, I think at this point, I think at this point, it might just become a thing. I think, I think, I think us hating it is the point now. Uh, I don't know if that, that was the point, but I, I think, I mean, he was, he's not from Toronto, right? Like he's not from here. He's not going to know. He's not going to know Toronto, not Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Well, Even though I just said Toronto, so, I know. Hey, somebody smartened him up, though, I'll tell you. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he was wearing like the black Leafs merchandise and everything. And, you know, if you're going to go to a, a hockey game, then why not go to the center of the hockey universe? According yes. to a lot of people in Toronto, according to everybody, because it's a fact, it's objective. <laughs> um, everybody who's listening to this, um, you can at me and um, game over everybody else. We're the center of the universe. That's the way that's the way it is. Right. I don't know if we can rename it that, but, you know, we'll field it at the next staff meeting. I, yes, we'll talk about it. So, yeah, the goal song. Uh, you know, you know, Hollow Notes, what do you think? What do you think it's still there? It's still there. Uh, I don't, listen, I don't hate it. There are no, worse goal songs. Uh, what I think, do I think that maybe it's time for a change? Maybe that could spark some inspiration? Sure. I personally think that the Leafs should go the route of letting all the players pick their own goal songs. I, I think that say. that's a fun new thing. Not again, not everybody does it, but I think that it's something to consider at least moving forward. It's, you know, I like it. You know, it, it's, I mean, it, I mean, game ops is hard. So game operations, um, you know, I, I had a chance, I had the opportunity to work in that universe. Um, and the, the, the stuff that goes on behind the game is very, very like, very intricate meticulous like it's very so to press like the right button at that right time would be difficult but i did like those custom goal songs i mean funny enough speaking of the capitals i, I mean if wrong. the sabers can do it if the sabers can do it come on was it the capitals come on you're right in, in 2021 I, I think the capitals did it and i think i think so yeah tj oshi i think had um uh 
had the John Denver song, uh, Country Roads. Yeah. As his, uh, and I'm like, that was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because if you were a player, I mean, just me, because I'm a, you know, I'm not a, I don't take anything seriously and I'm a troll. I'd probably just pick, I would probably pick like Celine Dion or something like that. Just My just, heart will go on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would, I would pick that. Would you pick? Oh, if I, it would be a hard, it would be a hard tie. On the one hand, I would have like Believe by Cher. And then the other song would be Burn the House Down by AJR, which are two very different songs. But Burn the House Down, I think, would be like, if you haven't heard Burn the House Down, it's my recommendation. Everybody that I've introduced to that song loves it. So that would be my goal song. Yes, I'm going to have to take a look at that. So. What do you say? What, so let's see. Let's see what are the chat. What's the chat saying? What, what, what's, what's the temperature going on here? There's I'm lots of ch- there's really. lots of chat about Samson or Samsonov. Sorry, Samsonov. And and are we starting the goalie controversy con- questions now? I mean, I guess now that they've both played. Well, yeah. The beginning of this. Well, the, the first controversy I thought was going to be was, um, oh my god, we have no goalies. Uh, I thought that was going to be the controversy <laughs> after that after that that goal that went in. I'm like, oh. Um, do we have to get Michael? Is Michael Hutchinson coming back? Or is that? Oh, is he, no. <laughs> reclaiming him off. It, it would just become the Shelgren show for sure. I think I that's I think that's what would happen. Like yes. if Murray, if Murray ends up being a flop opportunity, that's what I'm calling it. A flopping opportunity, a flop opportunity. If that flop opportunity does not flourish, Boy. I think the plan there might be to try to put him on LTIR save the cap space and try and save up to trade for a, an extra goalie at the trade deadline. And until then use Samsonov and Shelgren on a needed look, basis. Look at Lou Lamorello over here talking to me. Some conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy Lauren over here. I just have about, a lot of time on my hands to look at hockey things. So yeah, you know, they'd just be like LTIR. I'm tired. He just says I'm tired or he should just do the yeah. Tyson. My back is broken. My back is broken. Back. Well, I mean, Spino. there's. I'm sure there's a plethora of of Leafs players that are injured enough to some degree that they could feasibly be put on LTIR for this, that, or the other injury, oh. right? Like, Everybody. I'm sure there's no shortage of long term injuries that a lot of the players have. Yeah, every hockey player. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's always interesting. Like, I think it's it's become like an event now. Like every playoffs that goes up that goes on, it's like what horrific catastrophic injury did a person play with like it was like patrice bergeron was like yeah i have one lung yeah he played with a punctured lung I'm like I like i go up a set of stairs and i sound like i'm dying let alone play ho- like a full 60 minutes of hockey in the stanley cup playoffs with a punctured lung like yeah exactly- and i guess that's that's the level of athlete these guys are right like there's not much you're going to be able to do to get them off the ice yeah, and it was like Zach Hyman like played in our series. What was like? What's like? He he just played with basically like two replaced knees or something like that. Like it was like two torn ACLs. But the point is, I guess you're right. You could they could find a my my long winded way of saying they could find a way. To do they that. could find a way. And and lucky Luciano in the chat brings up a good point. Defense is a, still a big issue with the team. There are still lots of cha- lots of times where the other team's forwards are getting behind our defensemen, or they're just pushing in against the defenseman that's trying to hold them to the outside. They're just, I don't know if it's stronger or just beginning of the season rust or a combination of both or what, but well, I mean, Hall Hall did look faster tonight, which was comforting. And yeah. 
Muzzin has been throwing a few big hits, but I feel like every time I see Muzzin throw a hit, I I sort of do one of these because I'm, I'm terrified, terrified of what's going to happen if he gets hurt, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of... There's, there's a lot of years on that back end there. A lot of miles. Or hard miles. Hard, yes. Hard miles on that on that back end. Um, and there's not a lot... Like, I mean, the forward group, you can think, like, you know, someone were to go down with desk here. Um, if someone were to go down, you know, you have you know you have some some guys that really showed out in the preseason, and you have a lot of depth. But defense, somebody goes down. It's like, a bit thin, man. It's thin, right? Go- we have Lily Grin, but he's off with the with the hernia. So, you know, even when he comes back, you don't want him trying to you know fit into the top four and taking up some of the top six or or middle six defensive pairings right like yeah even yeah. though i'm i'm certain that they're not going to put him back before he's ready right like hernia surgery is not a small thing but I have, i've heard at I've the heard same time people. if someone gets injured again knock on wood like you said but heaven forbid inevitably when someone does get injured you know it's like carl dahlstrom but isn't he, he off for like six to nine months with an injury too like the pool of defensemen yeah. that yeah like he has to have surgery i think Shoulder surgery? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what I said. Or yeah, what they that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough one. That is gonna be a very... Matt Hollowell, come on down. You're the next contestant on the Leafs defense is not all right. Not all right. That was really good. Did you really just look at that? It's really good. Yeah. So what else we yeah. Ugh. I also who's saying I also want Camp back on the third line. I think he's too good for the fourth line. I think you got a really good point there. Um, you know, go ahead. Um, I was just saying like camp is really good. That third line last year was so, so good as a defense, as a defensive shutdown line. Like, oh man, it was just so beautiful. It was the one line that I never worried about. Yeah. Right. Like when Matthews is on the ice, all I'm thinking is, oh, I hope Matthews gets another goal and gets them closer to 60 and Tavares and, and Willie, you're just hoping it works out with whatever, fill in the blank you have on left wing. And just like, the, this is not working. <laughs> and then the third line is like, oh, the third line's out there. It's not a big deal because it was like perfect, essentially. Like it was everything that they wanted it to be. Camp in his first year here had more goals than he had had in like the last two seasons put together, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah, it was something like that. I mean, yeah, you know, there's a lot of good defensive forwards. I mean, we talk about the back end of defense, but the front end is pretty good. I mean, like that, that PK, like, I didn't yeah, see a lot the of... PKs looked good. Yeah. It's looked really good. And Yarncroke has looked fantastic in yesterday's game and today. Yeah. He was getting all, he was not just, you know, doing the L1 twig twig lift. He was, you know, getting up in people's faces. And today, you know, he gets the goal and gets rewarded for all his hard work. He was throwing hits. He was blocking shots. His stick positioning on the PK is so good. Like he's just cutting off so many lanes, so yeah. many lanes. And I'm so excited that he's going to be here for the next, I think, like four years, right? Did he sign like four by four point like five or something? Yeah, that was just kind of a so, shocking signing. That was one of those signings where I was like, "Are you sure I, you have the money for that?" Is that I was surprised too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Well, and on top of that, like, I really like John Croak, but you know, a part of me wishes that they had spent a little bit less on him and maybe a little bit more on a better goalie. Now, again, it's the second game of the season, right? Nothing is decided. Everybody is still in the running to win the Stanley Cup, essentially. Yes. But 
hope spins <laughs> eternal. Uh, but come May, you know, is it going to be Samsonov that takes the net in the playoffs game one? Like right now, there's no, no one is a clear favorite. Like I will say Samsonov looked better than Murray did. Murray looked a little bit shell-shocked after he let in those goals last night. It was just, yeah, it just crumbled like a Jenga tower. But Samsonov, he seemed like he really, he had really good positioning. He was doing some good reads and getting around the screens and everything. So, eh, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, again. I, I think that's the thing. This I think goaltending is going to be the uh, is going to be such a story. It is. It's. I know it. You can feel it. You can see it. Like they like what's that? I remember like on a on a, on a Danko podcast, you talk about like Jeff Merrick quote that hockey you could just rename it to goalie. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm like, that's that's really good. Uh, I should have thought of that. Shout out to Jeff Merrick for that. But uh, yeah, if that's the thing, I feel like we're we're all talking about goaltending. We're kind of like Ross from Friends. We're like, this is fine. We're fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm totally it's fine. fine. I don't know. Yeah, speaking, yeah. That's what we're talking about with goaltending. It's this is fine. It'll be okay. Well, but, and know. it's it's hard to not it's hard to not just let your imagination wander and be like, well, wouldn't it be so nice if we just had a Connor Hellebuck? Like, yeah, it would, but what is the cost of that going to be? You're probably going to lose like Nylander, Matthew Nyes, and you know your first round draft pick. Yeah, I mean goalies, and then you have to find space for him as well, right? Yeah. Because then you have three goalies and or four goalies instead of three in the system. So it's just yes, it's being, no fun anybody to slice the cake, really. Being four dollars uh, below the cap is not fun. Not having. You know, it's just, just living cap to, you know, cap to cap, you know? Yeah. You know, you're, <laughs> yeah. Like living paycheck to paycheck, living cap, cap space to cap space, essentially. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they're just going to find a rule and, you know, get an unpaid intern in there somewhere. They're just going to be like, oh, who's that? It's, a, it's our intern. I mean, I hope who's it doesn't come to line? that. Joey Schatz brought up a good point on the chat saying, can't see Muzz fetching much on the trade market. And you've got a good point, right? He is a, yes, he's a Stanley Good Cup winner. But that was what a decade ago now. Long time ago. So so is so is Yarmer Yager, and you know he's retired. You know, so if we <laughs> yeah. want him on the defensive pair, right? yeah, well, exactly. I mean, you know, if enough Leafs go down, maybe we'll have to call Yager. But yeah, Muzzin's not going to get you much, and his cap hit is fairly large too. Now it's one of those situations where you know is Muzzin hurt enough that he could go on LTIR? But again, Muzzin is useful when he's not injured. Like he has been pretty good. I just I think maybe he's just. I don't know if it was just summer injury and he's You're playing cautious or what. But... You're just trying to injure our players here, aren't you? No, You're I'm saying inevitably. To... <laughs> I'm picking the. I'm picking on the oldest guys of the team. I haven't mentioned anyone like just under like thirty. You before. are. It's like you just you creaky. I hear that knee I'm, popping. That I'm expecting is... the worst so that you know I I can't I can't I'll be pleasantly surprised when I'm wrong. Yeah, that's my method. That's it. Not everybody can age as gracefully as as Mark Giordano. No. No. Or, you know, who else looks really good for their age in hockey? Not many now, I guess. I mean, Alex Ovechkin, I mean, he, like, his, Alex Ovechkin's pretty up there. I mean, if you look at his hair... He, he looked old there. tonight. He looked old. He came on the ice and I was like, oh, my my friend, that is not gray hair. That is white. White hairs at the front. Oh, yeah. these... He looks like he looks like Ric Flair. Like, like Ric Flair. Yeah. I mean, Ric Flair always Woo! looked like he was 70, basically. <laughs> yeah. So Ovechkin has... He's had gray hair for a while. Yeah, he looks, it's all the tanning. So, I think. Yeah. But hey, I mean, like, Ovechkin's, we can't count him out. Ovechkin's still going to go for an easy 50 while he is napping. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I they showed the statistics tonight, and he's, what, like 120 goals away from breaking Gretzky's record or something crazy? And it's entirely feasible that he does it. If he tries to go the path of, like, Chara or Joe Thornton and tries to play into his 40s, it would it's almost unfathomable that he wouldn't break the record at this point, right? Like he's well above 800. And I mean, I'm no professional hockey player, but I can't help but feel like when you get that close, you'll do just about anything to be able to break the record that you've been chasing, you know, more or less most of your career. Right. So it's hard to imagine a world where Ovi's not like a decrepit old man on the fourth line, just trying to get those, those last like four or five goals. Right. Yeah, he'll he'll do it. I mean, this is kind of reminds me of it's kind of reminds me of basketball. You know, they're 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 gonna they're, they're gonna make it happen. They're gonna force him. They're gonna force it somehow. Like I remember Kobe Bryant's last game when he uh, he was retired. And Kobe Bryant when he was you know rest in peace. But when Kobe Bryant was not you know his last season, he was when he wasn't good. Kobe Bryant anymore as much. He, yeah, but that last game was like like it was so it was kind of staged. Like they were just. To get him sixty points, he was just yeah. shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah. Um. So I think that's where he just was throwing right. anything, right. anything in in the in the in, you know towards the net, hoping for the best, right? They're just gonna be like you. For, for, he's gonna be forty-seven. They'll be like you. First line, go. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I mean, they made a great point on the broadcast, and someone else brought it up in chat as well that Matthews is already one goal away from having the scoring record in Scotiabank arena for the Leafs. I saw that. And I was like, like uh, that's wild. Is wild. that wild or is it just sad? Which one is it? Little yes. Call A, call B. Yeah. Both two things can be right. Two right. Things can be correct. Like, yeah. you know, they were, it is, I'm not going to say new because it's old now, but like Maple Leaf gardens has been gone for a, a decent amount of time now. Right. So it's surprising that it's taken this long to get past that. Now, again, Sandine's not Sandine. Um, Matt, Matt Sandine's career, um, you know, was split between the two venues, right? So not necessarily the same. He did play in Maple Leaf Gardens, I believe. Didn't he? Oh, uh, sure. very, like about three years. Three or four yeah, years. I, yeah. I just mean like, you know, some of his young production years would have been in a second building, so they wouldn't have counted, or yes. I'm sure that number would be higher, right? Yeah. But yeah, the matter of fact that fact that uh austin has been do- has done that in only uh six years six years that's uh that's pretty yep. crazy and um and he's got the most goals since 2016 as well like 259 higher than anybody else since 2016 like i mean he and ovechkin are like looking at each other like the spider-man meme like it's like kind of oh like absolutely young, basically yeah. absolutely and you know oilers fans can i'm sure will be very upset with this and but he is like currently just an just a goal scoring machine. That is not to say he's better than Connor McDavid. They are different players with different strengths. Yeah, and Connor McDavid makes lots of highlight real goals where you're just like, I can't believe he did that. Whereas Matthews is just, human, yeah. yeah, he's just sort of like the Swiss Army knife Leatherman combination of like he can he can bat goals in, he can get he can get a snapshot, he can get up in the net, he can get a slap shot, he can do wraparounds, he can do. So, 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 so many things and score so many ways. And that's why I think fast. he's... Oh, it's just like... He's it's it's almost a cartoon. I mean, he makes Ray Ferraro audibly moan on a live broadcast. Oh, oh, oh. oh. like there are not many moments of that in current hockey, right? And so, you know, I think... I mean, he's definitely the best player that they've had on the Leafs since I've been watching. 
inarguably more or less you know like no leaf has ever scored 60 i mean you've like, been watching longer than i have uh, for me it's like it's, it's not even it's not even a question like it's a, yeah I especially have, the last like two decades absolutely right especially. so before before you know I, I before we before i get you off this here a question and i want to ask the chat this as well who's starting in net on front on saturday are we going Matt Murray because it's his former team and, you know, he's on the rest? Or are we going with the guy who wins? Like, what's what's the... I would bet that... I, what do I want or what's going to happen? Because those are probably two different things. Let's, let's go a little bit of both here. Let's see. I would like Sam uh, Samsonov to start because I think that maybe the Leafs feel a little bit of confidence playing behind the goalie that they've won in front of. Now, to be fair... I'm not going to say that he was given a great situation yesterday with Murray in net. Like Murray didn't get a great turnout from the Leafs defensively no. and neither did Samson off tonight, but I think Murray is going to get the start on Saturday because it is his former team. And I think Keith wants to give him a chance for redemption too, right? You know, an opportunity to say, Hey, it was just one game, you know, first one with the rest, shake it off, get the nerves out, go try a second time. And then, you know, if it becomes a repeating pattern where every game he gets shelled, well, then maybe we go to Shell Grin instead of, you know, Shell Murray. See what I did there? I like that. That's really hey. good. Um, yeah, you know, I think, you know, normally when you have these tandems, they're always just like, you win and you're in. Uh, we had that kind of with, with we had that with Anderson and Campbell for a little bit, but that was yeah. so short-lived. But then, the, but then injuries happened, right? Yeah, and that's obviously going to happen. I mean, you're just kind of waiting on that. But I would like—I mean, I would like to see uh, a little bit more of Samsonov. But I think the way that they, you know, hockey—think in the brain of hockey coach logic—they probably go up. Oh, former team, you got to get in there. They're very sentimental that way. Unless you're Mike, yeah. Patrick, in which case, you're like, well, you're just not going to play. In which case, we can't start Jason's bets on the open. No, you're just going to sit because he doesn't play on the. He needs to. He needs to know if he's going to be here. Oh my gosh. Let's. Let that error rest in peace. In pieces, <laughs> actually. Let that error rest in pieces. I will make. I, I will. I only miss the impressions of uh, Steve Dangle of, of doing the uh, doing the, the Babcock. I think mine's okay, but I think we might have to have a Babcock off with that. I think it's going to be funny right before we sign off. I think it's going to be funny when when Steve inevitably comes out with his Keith impression. I think it'll be good. Wait, just this. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, everything's uh, everything's everything was terrible last night. You know, he has the eyes. I feel like those eyes would would scare anybody to play well. I need him to talk, <laughs> like I need him to just look at me in my life and just just be like, hey, tell me I can get through things. I just want Keith to tell me I'm going to be okay. Yeah, was that the best you could do? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. make that my alarm in the morning. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just terrible performance. Got the little steely eyes there, but well, yeah. That's it. Before so, we know. sign off here, everybody, thanks for coming into chat. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification bell so every time we go live, you get to be the first ones here. And uh, I guess we'll see you Saturday. You'll have our, you'll have all of our, you'll have our, our most love and admiration. Our undying do. respect and thanks. Absolutely. Yes, we cannot wait to see you again. Uh, we'll tune in again Saturday night around the Saturday same time. night. Let's go. Let's go against the Ottawa Senators. We're gonna have some good chirp offs with the game over. Ottawa crew, or they're going to chirp us. We're going to see. All right. So, yeah, sounds good. 
Again, from Game Over Toronto, my name is Fuad Suleiman. You can follow my me name at is Lauren Williamson. You can follow me at sorry. At Fu- un- so sorry. You can follow me at at, under- uh, at Fuad underscore Sports on Twitter, and uh, I will probably follow you back because it's uh, it's still building. I'm still building the Twitter account. Brand new. It's what forty eight hours old now. It's forty eight hours old. I never used to go basically there. more or less. I can see the appeal. I can see the appeal. It's fun. Absolutely. And my name is Lauren Williamson. Uh, thanks again for coming in. My Twitter is at Lauren in the six. I believe Robert has been kind enough to post that multiple times in the chat. And on behalf of all of us, like Fuad, like Fuad said, thanks again for coming. And we'll see you Saturday. Keep fit and have fun.